It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, we welcome you aboard to episode number 251 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Yeah, we're back again. My name is Chris Russell, the host of this very darn thing, the Locked on Redskins podcast. And I hope you had a great Father's Day weekend, whether you're a dad yourself and you were the star of the show for all that you do for your kids and doing the right thing and taking care of them and spending time with them, paying child support, whatever your situation might be, and that's not for me to judge. As long as you're doing the right thing, that's all I really care about. Uh, Or whether you were honoring your dad, uh, if you're lucky enough to have your dad still aboard in your life. Um, Whatever you guys did, as long as you did the right thing, that's, uh, again, all that matters to me, and I hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. Um, Unfortunately, both... My father and my stepfather are no longer with us, so, um, you know, Father's Day is tough. And uh, and and also, I don't mind sharing this, my kids, uh, as some of you may know, live in Canton, Ohio. I live in northern Virginia, so it's about a six-hour drive, uh, and I'm not able to spend Father's Day really ever um, with my kids because... My son's birthday is coming up this Friday, June 21st, and selfishly, unselfishly, whatever the situation might be, uh, I like to spend his birthday with him, and I can't make it, I can't make it work that I can take that much time off from work um, and all my various different jobs and responsibilities and what have you to be uh, up with them or to have them here on Father's Day and then also be able to spend his birthday with him. So selfishly, unselfishly, maybe some people might call it stupid. I don't know. Uh, I don't get to really ever spend Father's Day with my kids since they moved away uh, several years ago to Ohio, uh, you know, just because of the time gap in between usually what is Father's Day, you know, which is always like right around the 15th, the 16th, sometimes the 17th. If it was maybe the 18th or 19th, I could make it work. Long story short, uh, it's always a hard day for me uh, and a hard weekend for me. I don't mind sharing that with you guys. But either way, Hope you all had a great Father's Day weekend one way or the other. All right, so we have Redskins football to talk about. And just so you know, the schedule is going to obviously die down a little bit here. There isn't a whole lot going on. Um, Hearing some rumblings that there might be some more front office moves and situations that get clarity towards the end of the week. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, Certainly, we will do our very best to keep you up to date, but uh, we're going to have a little bit of an inconsistent schedule, if I'm being perfectly honest with you, uh, over the next month, just because there isn't a whole lot going on, at least right now, 
Um, and hopefully nobody gets arrested or does anything stupid. Uh, does Jason Pierre-Paul and blows off their hand. Uh, hopefully nobody does what Jason Pierre-Paul does or did a couple of years ago and blows off their hand with a firework. In this episode, uh, we're going to talk about where Ryan Kerrigan ranks among one NFL insider analyst and film graders perspective and view. We're also going to talk a little bit more about analytics. We mentioned on episode number 250, the Redskins hired someone from profootballfocus.com to help them out in their analytics department. Uh, There was a corresponding article on Redskins.com. I know some people uh, that I work with at 106.7 The Fan had an issue with something that Doug Williams said, so we'll get into that. Uh, And as well, we'll uh, go over Peter King's Football Morning in America column, which was actually written because Peter's on vacation uh, for the summer by the guys from Pro Football Focus. So we will get into all of that. Plus, we have part two of our conversation, or not our conversation, of his conversation with reporters, special teams coordinator Nate Katzer. We played part one on episode number 250. If you missed that, lots of good stuff there. If you want to hear from the new Redskins special teams coordinator, he replaced Ben Cotweek. And certainly that change seems to be a favorable one, at least uh, from some players that I've heard from. I like Ben Cotweek very much. Uh, I think he's a terrific special teams coordinator. He's now with the Atlanta Falcons. We got along well. Uh, I knew him, you know, from the day he walked in the building. I understand he can be stern and tough and, you know, maybe a little bit rigid. That's his personality. That's who Jay Gruden hired. Uh, he was a military guy. You know, um, there's not a lot of rah-rah shish when it comes to all that stuff. It seems like Nate Katzer is a guy that definitely has a softer edge to him, definitely relates to today's player a little bit more, definitely is going to be a little bit more of a friendlier face. And I'm not saying that Ben Katwika wasn't, but certainly I heard that complaint in the years past. So Katzer you know, was dapping up Dwayne Haskins while the team was loosening up and stretching. Um, I think this was during the mandatory minicamp, if memory serves me correct. Uh, You know, he was kind of chit-chatting with players uh, and, you know, just kind of relating to them in a way that makes them feel comfortable. I'm not saying I need that, but 22-year-old guys might need that. It's that simple. Um... It's that simple. So maybe this is going to be a positive thing. I don't know how good of a coach he is. I really don't. Uh, The numbers in years past have not shown to be very good. Quite honestly, they had a terrible place-kicking situation down in Tampa. Certainly that hurt. There is no doubt he inherits a much better unit with Dustin Hopkins, with Tressway, with Terry McLaurin, with DeShazer Everett, with, if he could ever stay on the field, Troy Apke as core special teams cover guys. Maybe we'll see Terry McLaurin, who we had on the podcast last week for a one-on-one. I think that was episode number 249 or 248, one of the two. Um, go back and listen to that interview. Maybe he'll be your kick returner if... Uh, Trey Quinn can stay on the field. He'll be your punt returner. I mean, he inherits a really good group here. And he talked about some of those guys with us, reporters, last week at Redskins Park. Here's Nate Katzer, part two of his 
press conference with reporters at Redskins Park as the Redskins wrapped up the first phase of the offseason program right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Coach, two quick things. One, with, with a guy like McLaurin, in the pre-draft interview process, uh, when you're, you're, you all have him as the number one special teamer on the board, as has been said about him, um, how much input are, are, do you have? Are you in the room for some of those interviews? We, what, what we do here is that I do a lot of our work in the train station interviews because a lot of the, the train station or the informals, a lot of those guys are more of the special teams players and the top, top picks, those types of guys. And you'd have to talk to the personnel guys about how they choose the guys they're going to interview. But if it happens to be really high pick, then my input on him isn't going to be maybe as important or listened to as maybe a down-the-road player. And I'm not necessarily talking about how we do it with the Redskins, but just over the years, I've done a lot of my work in the informal interviews. And then a guy like Terry, who could be a higher pick, I'm going to eventually bump into him or our personnel guys may have me interview him on my own. That way I don't need to be in the, the... formal interviews in the hotel unless they want me in there. I can get more work done behind the scenes, so to speak. Sure. And then the other thing is about, we haven't talked about the two specialists yet. You've got Hopkins and Tressway kind of locked in. Other other places around the league are kind of still figuring out who their specialists are going to be this season. Chicago's had this really public kicking competition for months. So at this time of year in the summer, does it help your job at all? Does it make you feel more comfortable to be coming in and knowing you've got guys locked in who are reliable, who've been reliable in the past yes. kind of have a contract. So when you have specialists that are in place and talented like ours are, it continuity, everyone loves continuity with talent. The only time you wouldn't enjoy continuity is if you thought you needed to improve your talent level. But obviously those guys both are very, very talented and everyone also has stuff they can get better at and that's what they're working on. But both are I've been very impressed with their professionalism. They both, you would both categorize both of those guys as workers. They are very blue collar and you have to say whoa instead of go with them too, which is a good thing. But for the most part, when you have specialists that are talented in place, then yes, that's a good thing. Coach, um, you mentioned the workload on, on Terry, obviously asking him to do maybe too much or handle <clears throat> as much as he is, but he told us, or told me after practice that he'd like to return kicks. Yes. How do you balance that, again, with that workload that you were talking about and as well at a position or an area of the game that seems to be, I guess, less important now more than ever? Yes, well, that's a, a very good question. And there was a, a lady one time that asked me on a Sunday, what do you do during the week? <laughs> like, she thought we just showed up for games on Sunday. and she, So I'm prefacing the answer with that. So during practice, for example, when, when I'm not working with the specialist, we are observing, watching players, watching their movement patterns. This time of year, certainly evalu- evaluating the roster. So if, if the personnel department or Jay has a question, what do you think of this guy? We'd be prepared to answer in terms of, we like the way he moves or he doesn't change direction like we want. So what do I do when I'm not working with the specialist is evaluate those guys. So I literally sit there and if I'm watching Terry McLaurin, for example, run a whole bunch of routes, right, you know, deep post routes right before a kickoff return period, 
then I need to monitor and like, hey, Terry, get back here and watch and maybe not give him the first couple. So literally, physically monitor him. So that you got to observe and just watch. And that's a great question because if I'm oblivious to how much he's getting, then that's not good for him either. And for example, not talking about Terry, but I was more referencing that type of player that's such a blue collar hard worker and managing them. And I said Terry fell in that category, but let's say a guy like Terry was a backup and the period before a special teams period, the starter hurt his ankle or something. And all of a sudden he's getting every single rep. I need to be aware of that. So watching is that's a way to do that. So. Um, we're miles away from uh, projecting 53-man rosters yes. for real, but obviously what we tend to look at it, we tend to look at it by position, but you're viewing obviously a lot of the last few spots often go to guys on special teams. Yes. Just curious at this point, who are some guys that maybe kind of are standing out to you on special teams that you know, have a chance to, to, to make this team in, in that capacity? Yeah, that, watching the 53, I mean, and I'm not even trying to be funny here, but w what you guys are doing over there, I'm doing the exact same thing. And, and obviously, I'm, I get communicated with by anyone from personnel or Jay, hey, what do you think of this guy? Let's keep an eye. We may move someone up a depth chart. If I start getting the sense that we're really liking this guy, then I need to get him up here and get a more urgent evaluation on him. So that's an ongoing process. But I, it probably with where I'm at learning these guys, it would be unfair for me to single anybody out. I mean, any of the, the guys that have played well here last year that would stand out certainly are still standing out. A, a new person that's been a really good professional, and I don't know how much special teams he will play, but he's certainly battling for a spot would be a guy like John Bostic, who's not been around here, but he has been a real professional. But he would be a guy, I'm sure when you talk to the defensive coaches or Jay or someone in personnel that, you know, John was brought in here to compete. So he would certainly be in that area, but I would, he's someone that's new to all of you folks. But he's doing a nice job, and like I said, the, the draft picks that you would expect, their DNA, you've heard it from the, the pundits before the draft and our people after the draft, all those guys are doing good. There's just a big learning curve with them. But uh, I can't really single a bunch of people out, but John would just be one that's new that you guys probably don't have a lot of data on right now that's doing a nice job just being a good pro. All right, so that is Redskins Special Teams Coordinator Nate Katzer. Again, part one of that uh, Chime with Reporters from last week is on episode number 250. Make sure you go check that out, part, no, uh, part one, I should say, episode 250. And really, uh, we post like the last five episodes links. You can hear a lot of Jay Gruden a couple of times. Uh, again, our one-on-one -on -one conversation with Terry McLaren uh, last week at Redskins Park. Uh, different players, different coaches that were made available throughout mandatory minicamps. If you want to hear from the Washington Redskins, uh, that's what we try and bring you here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. I can opinionize all you want. Maybe some of you want more of that. I don't know. Let me know. Russellmania09 at gmail.com. Russellmania09 at gmail.com. Uh, but I'm trying to provide a little bit of a different perspective uh, than I do on the radio for my job at 106.7 The Fan uh, in Washington, D.C. And of course, you can always listen to that on the radio.com app. I'm trying to provide a different perspective here. Uh, on the Locked on Redskins podcast. All right, so we'll take our first time out of the 
uh, episode, episode number 251. Again, hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. When we come back, Ryan Kerrigan, where does he rank among edge pass rushers? In Doug Farrar's opinion, we'll tell you why and what next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here for the Locked On Redskins podcast. Now, listen, we always talk about football on this podcast. Sometimes we have to talk about other things, such as sex. That's right. I know... The guys that I work with at my other job at the radio station like to make fun of me uh, and like to poke fun of me uh, and play back parts of this commercial, which I thank them for giving BlueChew.com some extra exposure. But that's what I'm here to talk to you about, and that is, again, BlueChew and BlueChew.com. Right. So now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Guys, listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew uh, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them any time, day or night, even on a full stomach. Since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now listen, it's not just for guys who can't perform, it's for any guy who wants a little extra function, a little extra functionality in the bedroom or wherever you might do such a thing uh, to enhance your performance. Um, Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness unless this is being cut up on 106.7 The Fan. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Shoe prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, guys, we've got a special deal for Locked on Redskins podcast listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipping for free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, Chew. Dot com bluechew.com promo code locked on to try it for free better uh, bluechew let's do that again bluechew is the better cheaper faster choice we thank them for sponsoring the podcast all right guys it is episode number 251 of the locked on redskins podcast thanks for being with us so my guy doug farrar who does nfl coverage you know, of all sorts, a lot of film work, a lot of writing, a lot of analysis. He's a really smart guy. Uh, I don't know how the rest of the NFL views him, but I think he's a pretty smart guy. It doesn't mean I agree with everything he does, uh, but he's doing a series uh, that's available as part of USA Today's Touchdown Wire, Touchdown Wire service. Uh, so you can check it out at touchdownwire.usa.com. 
today.com. Also, we tweeted a link to this uh, at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter, which is how you can follow the podcast each and every day. Uh, and all sorts of stories, and sometimes even stuff we don't get to here on the podcast. Um, so what he did was he broke down uh, by position group the NFL's 11 best safeties, the NFL's 11 best linebackers, the NFL's best 11 best interior defensive linemen. And what caught my attention was the NFL's 11 best edge defenders. And look, he goes through kind of the you know, the, the, the machinations of the piece um, and how difficult it is to kind of identify sometimes um, what an edge pass rusher is supposed to do and how an edge pass rusher uh, is supposed to kind of act. And it's about stopping the run, yes, generating pressure on the quarterback, so on and so forth, uh, but also dropping into space. So he kind of sets that up in this piece and again, this is the top 11 edge defenders coming into the 2019 season. And again, he's not just grading based on pass rush and grading based on sacks, which is how many people are going to. So Ryan Kerrigan of the Washington Redskins, who has played in every single game of his NFL career, I've known and covered Ryan since 2011 when he was a first-round draft pick. Um, and, I mean, you, you guys know, you know what kind of a dude he is. He comes in at number 11. Let me read from you what, um, you know, what was written here by Doug about Ryan Kerrigan. He says, quote, it seems that Kerrigan isn't name-checked enough as one of the NFL's premier edge defenders, which begs the question, why not? Over the last five seasons, he's never had fewer than 61 total pressures, 10 sacks, and 26 stops. 2018 was another great season for the Purdue alum, racked up 61 total pressures, 14 sacks, 6 quarterback hits, 41 quarterback hurries, 19 tackles, 10 assists, and 28 stops, uh, all the while while providing outstanding run defense when required. I think those numbers are all from profootballfocus.com um, because he didn't actually, you know, they give half sacks or actual sacks uh, at PFF. In fact, uh, Farrar says Kerrigan's ability to stop the run may be his most underrated attribute, and it's the thing that put him on this list. No matter how wide he's aligned pre-snap, uh, Kerrigan has an excellent ability to read the run play, shoot past the gaps, and get to the middle and stop the back from getting anywhere. As a pass rusher, Kerrigan works with speed and power. He has the leverage when taking angles to push uh, opposing tackles right back into the pocket, and even when he's blocked out of the play, he has change of direction skills and determination to reset and complete the pressure. Kerrigan deserves more mainstream praise than he gets. I agree with him on that. I don't really agree that Ryan is a great run defender. I think he's fine. Um... I think he's fine. I think sometimes he's susceptible to being sucked in, as many are, on play-action boots uh, and, you know, that kind of thing. And he's certainly gotten better. Hey, listen, Ryan is as smart as they come. You're never, you're, you're, you're never going to get a more hardworking, kind of selfless, humble, great athlete than Ryan Kerrigan. He's everything you want from the position. Do I think, again, he's a great run stopper? No. Do I think he's fine? Yes. 
Good? Okay, fine. That's it. I mean, there's no doubt what he gets from a pass rush perspective, whether it be pressures, hits, sacks, however you want to define it. He's as consistent as consistent can come. Let me tell you something. On a team that, again, loaded for bear with injuries, nonstop, Ryan Kerrigan plays every game, has started every game. And there's been years where he played every snap. Now, it hasn't been much. That was much earlier in his career. But Ryan Kerrigan plays every game. If the Redskins lose him, I don't know what to tell you. The bottom line is this. On a team that cannot stay healthy, cannot stay off the trainer's table, cannot stay out of the doctor's office, Ryan Kerrigan. That's it. That's his greatest attribute right there. And it was Kirk Cousins' greatest attribute, and the Redskins said, no, 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 we're good. We don't need him. You see how that wound up. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Good job by Doug Farrar there. Again, the whole piece up at Locked Redskins. We'll get into a couple more of the position groups as we go along here uh, this week right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 251. Don't forget to check out Hotels.com. Yeah, that's right. They're still with us. Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own at Hotels.com right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, guys, it is episode number 251. Tell you what, we mentioned we were going to get to Peter King's Football Morning in America column written this week by the guys at Pro Football Focus. Uh, as I pick through it, uh, there's a lot of good stuff here, but basically it starts out from Chris Collinsworth, who is a majority owner of ProFootballFocus.com, uh, and a bunch of their staff, guys like Neil Hornsby, follow, who founded the, pod, uh, the website, uh, and... Uh, different, I guess, sections and, and subtopics uh, that we really need more time than this particular episode will allow us because we uh, spent a little bit of time on Father's Day and, of course, Nate Katzor uh, and then the Ryan Kerrigan, Doug Farrar thing. So what we're going to do is we're going to tell you you should go and read it. We're going to post it on locked at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, uh, and as well, we're going to discuss it in detail on episode number 252, which is coming up next. By the way, we'll leave you with this. Doug Williams, his wife, Bruce Allen, uh, a couple of other Redskins executives, the voice of the Redskins, my guy Larry Michael, all off on Redskins 1 to Nice, France. Maybe they'll uh, spend a little time with the U.S. women's national team and find out how dominant they are and why they're dominant and uh, bring some of that back because Lord knows it would be nice if the Redskins were dominant just once, just once in many of our lifetimes. All right, that's how we're going to end it here on the Locked on Redskins podcast episode number Two fifty-one. So again, we'll get into the Peter King column uh, on episode number 252. Good to have you aboard with us. 
Thanks again. Hope you had a great weekend. Happy Father's Day once again. Uh, and thanks for listening, downloading. Uh, don't forget to check out the podcast on Himalaya, uh, iTunes, Megaphone, Player FM, Spotify, wherever you can get great podcasts. We're there. Locked on Redskins. Download it. Share and listen. And we'll be back with episode number 252 as soon as we can. Thanks for being with us. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.